At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste, or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products, because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSEN, the sports betting network. Hour number six, Betting Across America. Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. We got some updates we want to get to. Uh oh, number two, Iowa. Trailing at home just before the half, 14-7, Purdue looking good. Boiler up. Absolutely, Purdue. Uh, and Purdue is really, this isn't a fluke that they're winning no. this game. You look, 233 yards, 189 passing yards against this vaunted Iowa defense. And also Kentucky now in the end zone, 14-7, Uga, four minutes ago in the first half. Speaking of the SEC, we got to catch up with Double J, Jeff Jarrett, and he had this to say about his alma mater. I think it's going to be the best atmosphere in Knoxville in a long, long time. I think they're going to come out running and gunning. I'm hoping UT's defense shows up, but I'm still, uh, and I'd love to hear what you guys say on this, but I am going with the Vols, of course, but I am taking the over. I think Ooh. Saturday night, um, I can tell you, that stadium's going to have a full day of, I'll say this with a wink, wink, uh, with barbecuing and tailgating. <laughs> so the atmosphere is going to be awesome charts but i'm taking the balls and the over is there, is there anybody you'd rather have barbecue and tailgate with than jeff Jarrett? i know i want to go to knoxville if when jeff uh, goes over from nashville and have a tailgate with him by the way i have hung out with tennessee football fans i've been to a game at neyland stadium oh. during the peyton manning era and then my hoosiers also did lose to them in the gator bowl in jacksonville and we were big time outnumbered it was probably like 75 25 80 20 volunteer fans but i tell you what the Tennessee football fans are salt of the earth. They are nice people. I know maybe some rival fan bases would say, yeah, they're a bunch of jerks. But they were absolutely classy people. They're like, we didn't deserve to win that game because Indiana, of course, blew a two-touchdown lead four minutes ago in the Gator Bowl. But I digress on that. But I'm with Jeff. I could not play the Highest under here. Point total. I could not play the under, though. I And I would want to. Ordinarily, that'd be my instinct. Usually, as a, as a better, wow. and whether it's football or whether it's basketball, I'm always at least going to look to the under first. At least that's my first look. Sure. That doesn't mean I'm always going to bet it, but I'm going to try to look and see what case I can make for that side because we know that betters like to bet overs. That's right. I don't care whether it's football or whether it's basketball or baseball, hockey, what have you. They like to bet overs. So I just want to see if I can make a case for an under here. Boy, I, I really can't. Now, I'm not going to jump in because this thing – this sucker's moved up about four and a half points, pretty much market-wide, including at BetMGM. So this would be something that's like, well, maybe there's a couple three and outs earlier. Maybe you get 
six, seven minutes into the first half and there's no score on the board. And then it's like, okay, I might be able to get an over like 76 right. or 77. Every number matters. That would be where I'd be looking to jump in at this standpoint. But I certainly don't know if I want any part of the under. Look, you got Matt Corral. Obviously, we've talked about him for mm-hmm. Ole Miss, how explosive that offense is and the tempo that Lane Kiffin and the guys run. But Tennessee, I think, has found a quarterback, at least for this season, with Hendon Hooker. They were going with Joe Milton. That did not work. No. Now they're going with Hooker, the Virginia Tech transfer. By the way, Virginia Tech could use him today. But I, but nevertheless, Oof. you know, over for me, I, I can't bet Tennessee now that it's only down to one and even pick him in some other markets, some non-bet MGM markets. So I feel like I'm late to the party maybe on that. And you also wonder, now Ole Miss, hangover after a win. We talk about hangover after a loss. They had to survive against Arkansas, and if it was, if they made that two-point conversion, Ooh. Ole Miss was going to get beat in Oxford in the Grove. But you know, Mississippi, though, and the reason why I haven't picked a side here, Mississippi, I still think is like a year ahead of Tennessee because now you're in Lane Kiffin's second yep. year. He has some of his recruits. He has his personnel. He has his offense firing on all cylinders, maybe not so much with the defense, but your defense is not going to be great and have good good numbers when you're scoring so quickly. And, you know, when you have these quick drives, it's like your defense always feels like they're on the field. So, you know, kind of the same song, different verse from last year, really, with Ole Miss. All right, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that. Obviously, uh, once we get there, it should be a great atmosphere tonight at Neyland Stadium, to your point, Wes. Uh, right now, uh, Kentucky got on the board. They were down 14 nothing. We kind of thought, all right, here we go, Georgia, number one team in the country. They start pulling away. No, Kentucky gets a stop now. They're going to get the ball back here, about two and a half minutes to go in the first half, only down seven. And again, we keep a watch fly right now, number one and number two. Number one is trailing. It's gone to the half. Mm-hmm. Iowa down 14-7 to at home. And also what's interesting about these first half numbers, 14-7, 14-7. These are the two lowest point totals that we saw 44.5 for Georgia and 42.5 in the Iowa game. And right now, both first-half unders mm-hmm. would still cash. Still 2.5 to go here for Kentucky, but barely. Yeah, Georgia, if you're going to cover that first half, gonna, and I think it was like 13, 13.5 yeah. was basically the market consensus, going to need a turnover here and a touchdown, and that is still possible. Is what possible. is on that clock? About 2.5 minutes? 2.5 minutes ago, that's what they do. Yeah. So again, if you get those first-half action, you still have a lot at stake here, certainly for the over-under and for the uh, the sides as well. And so we'll do have a halftime out. line update, by the way. Iowa minus five for the second half. Whoa. The score is 14-7. Purdue is now the in-game favorite here, 22.5. The Iowa Hawkeyes up against it. Look, they've been forcing turnovers every single week, and it's like, well, they're going to have a week where they don't, and they have not done so yet. Actually, Purdue plus one in the turnover margin. Purdue, 233 yards. Iowa's been moving it a little bit, 185. So, they have actually, they are actually ahead of pace of what their season average is, but only seven on the board for the Hawkeyes. Purdue favored to upset them in Kinnick Stadium. Name me another number two team this point of the season at home trailing by seven that would be the in-game underdog. Right, and it look, wouldn't happen. Look, you're going to see because it's you know, hey, they can still lose and cover the second half, so you are going to see Iowa money for the Has second to. half. I think, but obviously, watch your screen. Maybe some sharp books are going to gear to the Purdue side. I tell you what, I wouldn't be laying minus five with Iowa here. I'm I'm not so sure. I think maybe this is the day they could get God, and that's why I bet Purdue here for the game at plus 12. But so far, so good for the Boilermakers off that bye week, looking very spry. And again, this is this really Iowa, to me, does not factor into the chaos equation where we're trying to find like the Texas A&Ms or the Cincinnati's of the world. Uh, the Michigan State, like we expect Iowa to lose at some point. That's mm-hmm. why you and I and, and buy, hold, or sell, both sell, 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 mm-hmm. sell, sell, Iowa before this game preflop because we figured at some point, not just against the big boys or in the Big Ten title right. game, they were going to stub their toe. It might happen today when you look at them going forward. This is a team nobody believes in. The betting market does not believe in them. It's being evidenced by that halftime line right now because they have the worst offense in the Big Ten, mm-hmm. period. So I don't think that this is a team that we look at that has staying power. So to that end, we expect this to happen at some point if it was not today, and it might not be today. could be Wisconsin in a couple weeks. It just feels like they are just hanging on for dear undefeated life. And we talked about the non-Ohio State buy in the Big Ten in mind. It was Penn State at that 20-to-1 plus. Yep. 
And look, after what I saw out of Michigan State, look, 7-0, and, and it's been pointed out, last time they were 7-0, they got into that CFP in 2015. Ah. But if you look at Michigan State, the game, they could have easily lost that yes. game. I think Indiana really shot itself in the foot. Michigan State, I don't, I don't, I don't want to pee in Sparty Nation's cornflakes here, <laughs> really. But 241 yards today, and Michigan State, look, getting a bye week, probably a good thing because they get Jim Harbaugh who got licked by Mel Tucker in his first year Uh-oh. last year. And that's it. it's in East Lansing at Spartan Stadium there on October 30th. But uh, Michigan, now uh, Michigan's got to handle Northwestern yep. first, who did get a nice win today over Rutgers, 3-3. Three and three. But I got a feeling uh, Jim Harbaugh not liking getting beaten by Mel Tucker in his no. first year. So uh, I would not be shocked if Michigan is the road favorite up there in East Lansing. Not good for recruiting, that's for sure, in that rivalry. Let's talk about UCLA against Washington, and this is a tricky one. Uh, and we had Neil Everett on earlier today. It was great catching up with Neil, talking all things Pac-12. And he just basically said, well, what's the line? Mm-hmm. Washington's favored by a point, point and a half. Wait, they're favored over Chip Kelly? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Neil, they are. Well, then they're double-dog daring you essentially to take Washington here. And then he follows it up by saying, but I think Chip Kelly and UCLA is going to kill him. So how do you justify those two things? When the, when the betting market is telling you to take Washington, but your gut tells you that the fight in Chip Kelly is going to roll. Dave, the listenership out there probably sees me as a primary underdog player, and I probably do play more underdogs than favorites, but one of my favorite bets to make are the favorite that nobody wants. Oh, They're like, why the hell are they favorite? Like Neil Everett was going to say earlier with this, and I kind of looked at that too. When I saw Washington minus one and a half over UCLA, I was like, wait a minute here. Boy, they are daring you to take UCLA. So I, I played Washington, okay. actually. And I laid money line, gave it out one and a half in our in our point spread weekly and some of the other publications that I have picks out at. Uh, look, Washington's still a very good defense. Not so good offensively. But what we saw with UCLA last week, too, and UCLA did get a late cover in Arizona. Mm-hmm. Our own Stormy Bonatani was on that game, by the way. And UCLA... You know, it's kind of like they were just hanging around, hanging around that number. Arizona was playing hard, and then UCLA eventually got away. You look at what UCLA is starting to do. It seems like they are trying to really run the ball a little bit more. My old IU classmate, Justin Fry, former offensive lineman for the Hoosiers, he is, by the way, Chip Kelly's offensive coordinator. So you know wow. he likes to run the darn ball. Yeah, 47 carries for 329 last week. DTR only had to throw it 19 times. He was only 8 and 19 for 82 yards and an interception. But this Washington rush defense is still pretty solid, by and large. They usually have one of the better defensive lines in all of the Pac-12 pretty much year in and year out, no matter what their team's record is. And I did lay it with Washington. Man, That I know that's not you know, cutting-edge analysis here, hey, but no. I am going along with our guy, Neil Everett, because I think, look, why is this team favorite? They're 2-3. and three, They've been lousy. They got licked at home by Montana. Everybody remembers that. Yet they're favored over a seemingly resurgent UCLA. Let me lay it with the Washington Huskies and maybe hold my nose on a nice stinky favorite. Yeah, it does. It does feel that way. Look, uh, you know, I, I find myself I have a proclivity for certain people and certain coaches in this league, but it just feels like Washington would be the right spot to be on. Contrarian plays sometimes seem to pay off. All right, don't go anywhere. When we come back, buy, sell, or hold. Let's do the SEC version of it next, Wes, because right now with what we're seeing, it's getting very, very dicey across college football. Come on back. It's VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. 
Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think you could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Football season is here. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all of your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open up an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Back here betting across America, Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds. We are at the half between the hedges. Georgia has the lead, but not as big as some would have liked. 14-7 to right now. At the half, Kentucky hanging in there. Yeah, and to your point, second half line now at BetMGM, minus 10.5 on the Bulldogs. That would make it basically 17.5 in the end game, 20.5 the second half total, slightly juiced to the over. So, uh, look, uh, Georgia ended up giving up a touchdown there and gave up 116 yards. So, Kentucky, not as offensively anemic as maybe they were, uh, uh, at least early on. So, uh if you want to lay the low on Georgia right now, you'd be laying 17 and a half. And obviously during the week, you were laying anywhere from 22 to 24. So maybe you want to consider me. I'm personally staying out. All right. And again, we, we mentioned South Carolina earlier in the program against Vanderbilt, a bad football team, obviously in the SEC. And right now, South Carolina having their way 14 to three in the second quarter. Let's go back out to our VP of digital content here at Beeson. He is out at Mandalay Bay. He is Ben Fox. Ben, let's talk about another bad football team. Cause I mentioned Vanderbilt. UConn? Do you have some numbers on UConn today? Are you telling me people somehow cash money on UConn? So, fewer numbers, just I think an interesting nugget. Yes, some people definitely did cash on UConn. They do win their first game of the year, uh, snapping an 11-game losing streak. I think from October 26, 2019 was the last time that they won. I just think this is fascinating. Again, spent plenty of time in Connecticut before. Not a lot of people necessarily going to those UConn games, probably more for the tailgate than the actual game. They were three-and-a-half-point underdogs at home to (laughs) Yale. Underdogs. Yale. I mean, a home dog to Yale is just amazing. They obviously win the game uh, and obviously cover the spread since they win outright. I just, uh, again, we talked about a lot of different games. Not going to spend a whole lot of time on the UConn-Yale game. It was one of the ones here that we were watching. Just uh, a fascinating little nugget, so I had to share that with you guys. You know, I wonder if up in stores, if they make people buy, like, they do like priority points at all these different schools in terms of tickets and whatnot, how much money you donate, what good parking you get based on how much you donate. I wonder if they make you get football tickets up or – or oh. they make you get football tickets to get, like, priority seating for not only in the men's basketball with Danny Hurley, but the women's team with Gino R.E.M. It's like, you want good basketball tickets, you got to go buy our football tickets. It's just amazing, to Ben's point, that Yale, 
Yale. They were three and a half point favorites at on UConn. the road in stores, and this was not for a book contest or book club reading. This this was for football, and Yale was giving points on the road. I, ben, could, would you have been tempted today to say, "Yeah, you know what? I don't need the three and a half. I could take the money line." <laughs> so uh, I think I bet on UConn once. I think I was following. It might have been Wes as well. I know I was following Matt Humans. Uh, and they got destroyed. They did not cover the spread. And I said, I am done watching any UConn games, betting on any UConn games. So I, w I was strictly covering this one as a journalist uh, with no financial uh, any anything involved. So just was looking to see what happened. But again, just I, I can't believe they were three and a half point home either. underdog. I, I thought it was at Yale. And I looked and it was actually uh, at UConn. So just a fascinating, fun little game. You know, we like to make fun of UConn football, but again, all tickets cash the same, That's right? right. And if, well, my guy, Darius that, Butler, yeah. former Indianapolis Colt, is pumping mm -hmm. out his chest, nevertheless, with that <laughs> great win over the Yale Bulldogs today. Ben, great tidbit right there. And again, I still am stunned to find out that Yale was actually favored on the road at UConn. That should tell you everything about the programs involved today. But again, to Ben's point, all the tickets cash the same as long as you're on the winning side. And UConn, I can't believe it. You can do it. That was on You can do it all night. <laughs> Let's play a little round, a rapid-fire round here of a buy, sell, or hold in the SEC. And obviously with what's going on right now, Georgia, a precarious lead. They have a lead, 14-7 between the hedges at home against Kentucky. Before today's action, they were minus 130. Now, I think we can boot out Arkansas after their loss today. To Auburn, and if you still want to hop in, those numbers are going to be even better for you at 50-1. to 1. But really, let's go right to the top. Alabama. Alabama. Even money to win the SEC. Are you kidding me? So my eyes light up because we had Scott Seidenberg on earlier. Uh, and Scott's point was a simple one, but I think a really smart one. When we talk about Cincinnati getting to the college football playoff, right? They, are, they have to be a big backer of Georgia. Because Scott's point is... Alabama, if they lose two games, no two-loss team has ever made the college football playoff. So are you telling me Nick Saban's actually going to lose two games and not get to the college football playoff? To me, there's no way I could back Georgia at minus 130 if Alabama is even money. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I think that if you're going to bet this prop here at BetMGM, Alabama even money would be the way to go. I just, look. LSU got a nice win today. LSU's defense is not very good. No. Kentucky even put up, what, 42 on them. So what's Alabama going to do? I just don't think there's anybody else in the West. And uh, you know what Jeff Jarrett was saying? And this always sounds absurd when you say that. It's like, oh, it's good to lose a game. Look, it's never good to lose a game. But it's not always the worst thing in the world. And maybe Alabama losing in College Station Keep in mind, that was the first time Nick Saban ever lost to one of his former lieges, his mm. former uh, protégés. Jimbo Fisher got him last Saturday night. But maybe this is the kind of thing that just focuses Nick Saban, where he just has a fire up his you-know-what, and he's like, okay, enough of this you-know-what. We're going we're gonna to be Alabama, and we're going to start running through these teams. I don't think there's anybody in the West that can challenge him. They've already got through Ole Miss. Arkansas, I don't know if Arkansas has the defense to stop them. Mm -mm. So, look, Alabama, you're basically taking them even money right there. Well, they're I mean, going to be favored in every game. Absolutely. They're going to be favored in every now, single game. Now, we'll see how good Tennessee is tonight, you know, because Alabama will get Tennessee. That's an old-school, understated rivalry down there in the South. That hadn't been much of one because it's been one way. It's been all maroon or cream and crimson, whatever the Alabama's official colors is. Orange and white hadn't been winning that game very no. often. Okay, I say that, and I say that normally without even thinking twice about saying Alabama would be favored in every game going forward. But if they are one-loss Alabama against undefeated Georgia in the SEC title game in Atlanta, would they be favored in that game? Over Georgia? Mm -hmm. Over an undefeated Georgia? Mm. See? So like there, there is a, the one caveat to my, there's the fly in my ointment. Right? When I go, whoa, if I get plus 100, I'm getting even money. Well, I'll take that because I'll be favored. In it. So basically, I'm getting money on Alabama going well, forward. Well, it's almost like it's a pick em right now. Yes. Assuming Georgia makes it out of the East there. Right now, today, that's basically what the price would be because it would mirror. There's not going to be much of a discrepancy. So it'd basically be like, Al it'd basically be like Georgia pick em, Georgia minus one, Georgia minus one and a half. That's basically what it is. 
So I, I wonder there, because that's a home game essentially for Georgia if this SEC in the SEC title game. So I just wonder how that line, how that would be baked in, if at all. So even though we might think that Alabama is the better football team, even with the one loss to undefeated Georgia under this hypothetical, because again, we're trying to find the value here before you make your wager here as to who is going to win the SEC. Do you want to lay the 130 with Georgia? or Because it really is two teams at play here. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I think we're kidding ourselves if we want to go with some of these long shots. Ole Miss at 40-1. to 1. I can't see that cashing. So we're really looking at the two top dogs here, minus 130 for Georgia and Alabama, even money. So it comes down to that SEC title game in our theory. If it gets there, you now have Alabama today even. You have a money line. That's essentially mm-hmm. what you have. Mm-hmm. Then you could be looking for the old West Reynolds middle. Right? There would be the potential for that. Because, obviously, let's say Georgia loses to Florida in the Gockdale party or loses one of these inexplicable games then down the stretch. Then they're four or five-point underdogs. Yeah, exactly. So that's why I think the only value on that board, essentially, for that you know, buy-sell-hold for an SEC would be Alabama at even money. See, these conversations make me feel smarter. See, when we workshop some of these things, we try to project. Because that's what you have to do in, in mm-hmm. sports gambling. That's exactly what you have to Wait. do. You have to try to figure it out. We go, we go knee deep in the weeds, man. Like uh, when uh, I was falling out at the CJ Cup at Summit yesterday, when Jason Kokrak, we had to back up into the weeds for you that angle. And- but that's how you find the value, and so that's why I think the value does exist. To your point, that Alabama at even money right now, plus one hundred to win the SEC, is the right way to wager. Mm-hmm. And now again, it doesn't always work out the way that we hypothetically see these pathways going. But take advantage of the full menu here. And and look, obviously shop around in terms of lines to see, okay, what kind of price could I get? Could I get maybe even plus money on Alabama or is even Ooh. money the best I'm going to get? So, yeah, that's what you got to do. And you got to be a little bit of speculative. you got to be yeah. more of a speculative better than a reactionary better. Absolutely right. So we'll see if there's any value there. Again, as these games go on, we do like to talk about it in Heisman Trophy context. When we come back, Dave Miller is going to break it down for us because he has a Heisman vote, I do believe. And we'll see if, wink, wink, Dave can tell us which way he would vote mm-hmm. if you had to make that vote today. Come on back. It is Betting Across America right here on Visa and the Sports Betting Network. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Get ready for all the action this NBA season with the VSIN Basketball Betting Experts. Grab your copy of the VSIN Pro Basketball Betting Guide now with strategies, predictions, and best bets to stay ahead of the odds makers. Our hoops experts, including Jonathan Bontol, provide strategy and advice as well as predictions for conference winners, win totals, playoff teams, and player awards. The digital guys are a must-have, so give yourself a betting edge this season and get your copy now for only $9.99 at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Back here on Betting Across America, Dave Ross alongside Wes Reynolds, and it is always great to talk Heisman Trophy, as we have done throughout this day today. And for more on that, let's bring in Dave Miller. You can follow him on Twitter, as I do, at Miller underscore Dave, college football analyst for Field Level Media. Dave, it's great to talk to you once again here on this Saturday. I wonder, when you look at the co-favorites here, of course, the quarterbacks for Alabama and Ole Miss, and again, we'll see how those guys play out in their games later on today. Has anything happened so far today? And I know Bijan Robinson was the guy that stuck out to me with another good individual performance, but now he's on a three-loss Texas team. He moved up as the game was going on, but even at 14-1 to now, does the three losses play into the individual warm uh, award on a team event? I mean, guys, not for me. If, if I had to make my pick right now, he's simply put, he's the most fun player for me to watch. Uh, you know, there's a lot of great players out there, but just on a Saturday to Saturday basis, he's the most fun player to watch. He can run inside, outside. He can, you know, start to line him up anywhere. He's a great pass catcher. Um, you know, he's just, to me, he is the best player in America. I understand the three losses could be a problem, but again, they're not losing because of him. So, I mean, I, you know, it, 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 if we look at this race, it's kind of reflective of the, the race of the CFP. Outside of, of course, Georgia, this thing is completely wide open, and I think the race could be like this. Um, you know, I really thought Texas was going to win that game. They, you know, they were in position in that Oklahoma State's defense really took over in the second half. 
But, you know, for me, Bijan Robinson's the guy. In terms of some of the other games we saw today, you know, Desmond Ritter, he's you know, another pedestrian numbers game. For me, his intangibles mean something, though. So that's a good thing. I'll be honest with you, though. We might have to start looking at Jerome Ford, the Alabama transfer running back, who's, you know, kind of putting up better numbers, his teammate. And then, um, you know, Kenneth Walker, a guy, he's just like so hit or miss. He'll have a monster game. And then the next week, ho-hum, which, you know, you can have a couple off weeks. But so I think Kenneth Walker did a little bit of a disservice himself today. Yeah, uh, and look, uh, that's a sore spot for me, Dave, because I'm an Indiana Hoosier alum <laughs> and did uh, did take them with the points today. And Kenneth Walker did nothing. Indiana shut him down, found a way to lose that game. But to uh, what you had mentioned there with, uh, with Cincinnati, with the kid Jerome Ford, who had four touchdowns today for the Bearcats, and I wanted to ask you about Des Ritter, who we asked uh, Pete Futek about. He's like, I think his ceiling is a finalist. And the numbers mm. were pedestrian today, certainly for Ritter. But does he win kind of a battle of attrition here if his team keeps winning? Well, that's the thing. And that's a good point by Pete. He may be right. You, you look, you know, the numbers are not going to be eye-popping because, you know, he's not in that Ole Miss offense. But only two interceptions. Um, he's got the two non-conference wins. He's got the intangibles. And you, you know what, guys? In a way, if, if a one-loss Bama or let's say Cincinnati runs the table and they still don't make the CFP, you know, you have till I think, 5 p.m. that following Monday to submit your vote. Desmond Litter might get some sympathy votes if Cincinnati doesn't make the CFP. Like, I can honestly see that happening. So, it's just, it's a really tough situation. I, I don't think having non-eye-popping numbers is going to be too much of an issue for him. He needs, Cincinnati needs to continue to win. And, you know, as the season continues, of course they don't have a ton of marquee games left. But if you, if you have an undefeated team, more eyeballs are going to go towards Desmond Ritter as we get into November. Talking to Dave Miller, of course, has a Heisman vote that he will cast at the end of the year. Uh, but Dave, to your point about Bijan Robinson, and this is what Wes and I talked about earlier in the program, and I said exactly what you just said. To me, he's the best player in college football. If that's what the award is for, then that's where I would cast my vote. That doesn't necessarily mean that's the way it will go down, but I'm with you today as we sit here October 16th. I think he would be my favorite. What really is astonishing to me, Dave, you mentioned Cincinnati possibly with two smaller potential candidates here. Ritter, obviously, the bigger one here for Cincinnati. But when you look at the number one, two, and four teams in the country, and that includes Oklahoma, I don't see a Heisman candidate on any of three of the top four teams in the country. As a voter, do you ever recall that happening? No, this is, I mean, this is foreign to me. You had... You know, I, I, I hearken back to my first year, I think it was 2016 with Lamar Jackson. Louisville obviously had to make their way up the polls, but they ultimately did. And then they were in a position where had they beat Clemson, they kind of were eyeing at, you know, a possible shot in the national title. But it's incredible. This year has been, it's been so fun. And I, yeah, I can't remember race this wide open. <laughs> so, and that's what we're talking about, Dave. Uh, I think a couple seconds ago, we were bringing up a prospect of one Kenny Pickett. Yes. Who, by the way, is, was 35 to 1. And I guess uh, we're getting credit and we'll certainly take the praise and the accolades and the credit of moving lines for Kenny Pickett now down to 25 to 1 here at BetMGM. Solid day. It seems like Pitt doesn't play that marquee opponent, and that's going to work against him. But is this the type of year where it's like, maybe we do get a Heisman guy that's not from an elite team? I, yeah, I think I even mentioned this maybe a couple of weeks ago with you guys. I just feel whether it's, of course, we have a chaotic year, you know, then coming off of the COVID year. I just feel like minds are expanding more about this, about this vote. And, you know, it's funny, after or during last week's Red River game, you know, B. John Robinson was trending, which he usually does on Saturdays, but it was about that Heisman moment, that electric run he has, a la Reggie Bush. I just think people are going to be more apt to take a harder look at some of these outside candidates. And one guy who, you know, talking to a couple colleagues, reading articles the last couple of weeks, 10 touchdowns, no interceptions the last two weeks, and you just know you just know Ohio State's going to find their way back in. This, this is feeling like C.J. Stroud's trending in the right direction. I know he's got Trayvon Henderson. He's got so many playmakers around him. Uh, maybe, maybe my gut's telling me 
something different. I just feel like this is going to be a C.J. Stroud-leaning November, and I, I, that's a guy to keep an eye on who, you know, kind of the outside looking in right now. Yeah, Dave, I'm right there with you. When you look at Ohio State right now, ranked sixth in the country, and to that end, because normally the Heisman Trophy, it's as simple as saying it's the best player on the best team. I don't think we're convinced who the best team is. I know Georgia right now, and their defense looks awesome. They're up 14-7, by the way, right now, 13 minutes ago in the third quarter. But could we see potentially, it's never happened before, the prospect of a two-loss team from a power conference, obviously, potentially, the SEC or Ohio State. Could we see this year being where that ceiling is, is that glass ceiling is broken through and a two-loss team makes the college football playoff? It's gonna, if there's a year for it to happen, it would be this one. And, you know, the, the, the one team that just kind of jumps off the page is, is in Alabama. Now, if you could have A&M sort of run the table, sort of, you know, and finish with two losses or, you know, nine, let's I say a nine and three Texas A&M, that loss doesn't look so bad. If, if, if Georgia wins a 24 23 nail biter potentially in Atlanta, it's just going to be really difficult for me to see Alabama not getting in as a two-loss team. That's exactly the way I see it too, Dave. And I, Because that discussion would be, okay, a narrow loss in the SEC title game to undefeated Georgia, okay? And they're going to go, what are you going to take? Undefeated Wake Forest potentially out of the ACC? Undefeated Cincinnati with their two best wins being against Indiana and Notre Dame? I mean, Dave, that's what the committee's going to have to raggle with here. They wouldn't leave Alabama in one of those scenarios, would they? I, I am so pro group of five and I watch Cincinnati and I, I see that I, the Bearcats are legit. It's just a one point loss in unbeaten Georgia. I, I just can't see Cincinnati being able to overcome that resume that Alabama would have. Yeah, that's, that's exactly the way I look at it, Dave. This is why we like to open up these Pandora's box early in October. So then when we have you back on in a couple weeks, we can revisit and say, Hey, remember we said this scenario could play out, so we'll see how they play out. But obviously, with the ACC being as down as they are, Clemson, nobody expected this this struggle. That's why we bring up the prospects of an undefeated, potentially Wake Forest actually coming out of the ACC. We'll see how all those chips will fall. Uh, Dave, appreciate your time, as always. And again, uh, good luck to your lines tomorrow, and always good to talk college football with you. Thanks a lot, guys. You know, I think I'm going to – I'm actually going to be at the Packers-Bears game. I'm going to actually watch good football. I'll record the Lions game, and I'll watch it at my own leisure. Very good. Follow him at Miller underscore Dave. Always appreciate having Dave here on the, on the program. Uh, I mean, his Lions might get off the schneid this weekend. Very sneaky spot against it. I don't see it. But I will tell you this. What I do see, really, in that conversation, keep watching. If Iowa, they're losing right now, what, 17-7 to 7 right now, midway through the third quarter? You're going to start seeing some of these undefeateds fall. And when that happens, this could be the year that a two-loss team makes it to the college football playoff. Woo! Much more to get to here. we got some uh, scores. Georgia back on the board, but it's under review. Have they extended that lead against Kentucky? Come on back. It is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah! 
Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's gonna guard. He's gonna exactly. guard. Like you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's gonna guard. And then on I'm top of that, like that, see that, ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college? Because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at a very easy 100 bucks. Register using the code VSIN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on any college football game and either team simply scores a touchdown. No matter what your gridiron game is, BetMGM is always ready for all the action. Enjoy parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the code VSIN100 VESAN to win $100 when you bet $1 on any college football game and either team simply scores a touchdown only at better gm the king of sportsbooks new customer offer paid and free bets eligibility restrictions to apply visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions must be 21 years or older to wager please gamble responsibly if you have a problem call 1-800-GAMBLER promotional offer not available in nevada dave ross alongside west reynolds it is betting across america here and right now iowa the number two team in all the land in big time trouble at home down 17-7 the touchdown did stand between the hedges, and right now Kentucky finds themselves down 21-7. Boilers minus 6.5, 41.5 on the total. Purdue is in Iowa territory, 5.30 to go. Hawkeyes are in big trouble right now. A 10-point lead doesn't seem insurmountable for some teams, but maybe it does for Iowa, and you mentioned Georgia on the board. It was uh, Stetson Bennett to uh, to uh, Brock Bowers. Don't those two names sound like, you know, Stetson Bennett sounds like the name of, like, the the Fiji president yeah. at the University of Georgia, Stetson Bennett, president of Phi Gamma Delta, or yeah, something Stetson like Bennett that, is a very southern. And Brock name. Bowers is the Rush chairman, and damn glad to meet you. <laughs> great movie. Animal House just stands the test of time. Let's go back out to Ben Fox. He is out there and been doing a great job for us all day long at Mandalay Bay. Uh, ben, what are you seeing so far? I guess the Iowa backers still very quiet at Mandalay Bay. Still pretty quiet, guys. Still those Red Sox fans, pretty happy so far. <laughs> uh, a couple grand slams, you know, get one each inning. I think that they're on pace for a pretty good uh, scoring game here in ALCS game two. But yes, uh, Iowa not looking too strong like we were uh, discussing off air. It's tough to lay that 11 points with an offense that's uh, not too great. But the public was certainly on them today. And, and we'll see. Uh, still a ways to go in the third quarter, but not looking too good right now for those Iowa backers. All right, we'll see if that game holds. Uh, ben, great job for us all day long. Again, we'll see you tomorrow on the Green Zone. Enjoy the rest of the college football out there at Mandalay Bay, Ben. Will do, guys. Thanks. All right, so obviously uh, we've got uh, some other games that haven't kicked off yet, but you saw one in a total that really caught your eye. What would you see? Yeah, and it is, a, it is a late game tonight up there in Camp Randall Stadium in Madison. Army and Wisconsin, uh, two running teams, obviously. Total was 42.5 earlier this week, now down to 37.5. Wisconsin, by the way, 14-point favorites. And look, more often than not, when I am getting points, and I did it with Navy last week, and they end up getting there. Thank you, SMU, for taking a knee there in the final minute. (laughs) Nevertheless, when I'm getting a service academy, usually with two touchdowns or better, more often than not, I'm going to take it. But did last week's win for Wisconsin, did that kind of turn their fortunes a little bit? You know, it's like, Okay, we got some of the bad juju off of us. And look, the numbers, uh, I was looking because I think I wrote that game up actually for point spread weekly. 
Wisconsin had a 30 to nine first down edge against Illinois last week. 491 to 93 yards is what they did. Pitched a 24 to nothing shutout. What Wisconsin did, we know Graham Mertz has been having problems at quarterback for Wisconsin. Right. Too many turnovers, not enough big plays in the passing game. And last week he was only 10 and 19 for 100 yards. Wisconsin 61 carries on 391 yards, and this is this is such a this might be a cool under the radar matchup just to watch from just a viewership standpoint tonight. Army number two in rushing offense, of course they usually always are running the triple option, 318.2 a game, and guess what? They go against the number one rushing defense in Wisconsin, only Whoa. giving up 41.4. So something's got to give here. Something's got to give. Wisconsin, by the way, is still number two in overall uh, or overall defense so army has had two weeks to prepare i would lean army in the 14 but i do wonder if the badgers have kind of finally turned it around well i just i look at the total though and i go you kidding me 38 i know it's a running clock Mm -hmm. right when you have these two schools that just want to run 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 yeah 38 Mm -hmm. i mean wes if you had to play if you had to play it it's already been bet down to 38 don't you have to take the number At this to go point, over just because probably, of the value? Yeah, just playing against the move here, just playing against the steam. But, you know, we say that, and it could be like 13 to 7 or wow. something like that. But uh, speaking of turning the corner, it's the Purdue Boilermakers, and it's been all Purdue this game. They do have first and goal. Could go up three scores here with a touchdown on Iowa. Uh-oh in Iowa City. Uh, very, uh, look. From the highest of highs last week, and you just kind of saw it. They stormed the field in Kinnick Stadium, and why wouldn't you against the top five team? Sure. Now you get, here's kind of middling Purdue. Hasn't really looked that impressive. Off a bye week. And sometimes a team has your number. Like Purdue, Jeff Brom has had Kirk Ferentz's number. Not many coaches do, but Jeff Brom has. He's 3-1, and looking to go to 4-1. and And uh, look, this Purdue team, I think, look, taking care of the ball. Have not turned it over. Knock on wood for them. but. They're going to have second goal. Clock is ticking, though. This has been a fast-moving game as Purdue trying to get into the end zone. They will not. They'll have one more crack at it. But 17-7, to Boilermakers. Hour is getting late well, at Kinnick Stadium. Again, pre-flop, Wes, you got it at plus 12 for Purdue. Mm-hmm. So you're sitting pretty good there, right? You got a 10-point lead outright right now as it stands, looking for more. Plus, you're getting the 12. Then we gave you the middle opportunity here, and I said, would you be tempted there at 2.5 to jump in on Iowa? And you said no. Because you didn't like the way, that, by watching the game, to, to make that observation. So before people blindly go, oh, I was two, and the, they, they got to come back, so let me lay the two and a half. They're going to come back. Now, all of a sudden, that looks like that's going to be in jeopardy, if not dead, because right now, Purdue, I believe, just scored yeah, a touchdown. They're probably going to review it. It looked like he hit the pylon. If he is short, it would be fourth and goal from the one. Okay, what do you do? If he shortens fourth, remember, it's 17-7 right now. So that three is not necessarily a key number to get to 13. Yeah. You probably would go for it. And I think he might be about a half a foot short because he kind of threw the ball at the pylon. Don't do that, Now, one of the things, too, is that a touchback? Never throw the football out of your hand willingly. Oh, man, this could turn this game. Now, it was ruled a touchdown. This is going to be reviewed. This is a massive review here because... It looked like he threw the ball at the pylon unless they ruled the knee down. Did they rule the knee down? If not, it's going to be a touchback. I mean, we just went in real time in the last 30 seconds from Purdue being up 16 to Purdue, all right, settling for three, so potentially 13, to Purdue not getting anything if this touchdown is reversed, and it could be a season saver for Iowa. I think it might be. I think it's going to end up being a touchback because – Unless now they're going to look at that knee to make sure that was down before you like threw the ball at the pylon. What are you doing? Because if he's short, it's fourth and one. It's like, okay, worst, most so, conservative so, so situation the, that you have the, could be a field goal. You're up 20 to seven, but you're probably going to go for it. Fourth and goal, basically at like the half yard line. And he just threw the ball at the pylon. And that might've been the turn the tide there for Iowa. That gave the Hawkeyes. We've talked about their breaks in terms of the turnover luck. Here we go again. Did Typical they, Iowa this year. I, what I would do if I was Jeff Brom is I would make all the kids watch Friday Night Lights and say, you know, when Billingsley broke the lamp, say, well, you can't hold on to the lamp, can't hold on to the football, and then they taped the, the ball to his hands. I, I'm not saying do that. But what I'm saying is 
You don't willingly get rid of the football. And mm-hmm. I know this is a new thing now. We see this all the time with quarterbacks trying to reach the ball over. Well, when you do that, it's easy for the defenders to knock out yes. around the goal line. You still have to have ball security. So to your point, if he just holds on to it, even if he's short, you got fourth and inches at the goal line. The game is not back from commercial yet, but it is ruled a touchback. Iowa will get the football. Purdue is about to go up three scores, 17-7. to seven. Still a quarter left to play. Boy, this Iowa team, they, they don't have nine lives. They have 99 lives with this turnover luck this year. And we were talking about, man, Purdue hadn't turned the ball over. If they don't turn the ball over, they got a real good chance to win this game. There's your turnover. Absolutely incredible turn of events there, literally in real time, as we were thinking Purdue is about to knock Iowa out of the ranks of the unbeatens. They might still do it. But now only a 10-point lead. Iowa will get the ball in new life at their own 20 if this call stands, which we believe it will. Okay, wow. Uh, I don't know what else. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say, your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.